I'm Addie Lowen. Here's your Steinbach Online Daily News for Friday, March 12th. Coming up, we've got today's COVID-19 case count numbers and an update from a local snowmobiler, Jeff Steingard, who says he wouldn't be alive today if it weren't for his helmet and protective vest. Let's begin with the news many have been waiting to hear. Our province has decided to loosen COVID-19 restrictions for both churches and restaurants. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick. Chief Provincial Public Health Officer Dr. Brand Rusin says within churches, masks will not need to be used while household groups are seated at a service as long as they are appropriately distanced from other groups and are not singing. The other changes allowing outdoor dining on patios at restaurants and licensed premises. Uh, again, this would be a 50% capacity of that area, um, uh, up to six people uh, seated at a table, but there will be no requirements uh, in these outdoor settings for seating uh, people within the household. These amendments will take effect Saturday at 12.01 a.m. I'm Shannon Duick. And with that, it was exactly one year ago today, Manitoba officials announced the first presumptive case of COVID-19 in our province. Though stress, disappointment and heartbreak have followed those statistics ever since, the MLA for Steinbeck says there is still reason to hope. As much as people can, they need to, to look at the optimism that we have with the vaccines that are coming in, with the restrictions that are loosening, with spring coming. And so as temperatures warm, Kelvin Gertzen expects public health orders will relax and people will slowly get back those freedoms that they have been sacrificing now for 365 days. We always knew that the winter would be the hardest part, I think. It's probably been harder than most of us imagined it would be. But uh, I think we're, we're getting uh, really close to being past that really difficult portion of this. While the virus continues to cause some division, Gertzen encourages his fellow residents to be especially understanding and non-judgmental towards one another in the coming days and months. And the long-awaited Manitoba K-12 Education Review will be released this coming Monday. Reporter Connor Gerbrandt has the latest. I am excited to share our government's vision for putting Manitoba students first. While Education Minister Cliff Cullen dodged questions of dissolving school boards and amalgamating divisions in today's press conference, he did hint that education administration costs are running far higher in Manitoba than in other western provinces, and he stresses that needs to change. Just to cite one example, our our administration costs uh, on, the, on the budget uh, were, were 48% higher in Manitoba uh, than we are in Ontario. Cullen adds that the COVID-19 pandemic has proven the resilience of the school system while also revealing the inefficiencies of having local boards independently making decisions. What that means for provincial education, he says, will become clear next week. I'm Connor Gerbrandt. And it is unlikely that the strike of Manitoba Hydro workers will have a significant impact on customer service, but there is a chance. Demanding wage increases equal to the cost of living, the local chapter of the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers began a rotating strike Tuesday afternoon. That basically means that not all our operations and services are affected at the same time. Hydro spokesperson Bruce Owen says the Crown Corporation has temporarily reassigned all non-essential roles that they may have employees on standby as a contingency plan. We want our customers to know that should there be an outage, we will respond as quickly and as safely as we can. Barring a significant weather event or emergency, he says Manitoba Hydro should have the resources in place to deal with power-related issues. Owen, who is not part of the negotiation, says he is unsure how long the strike will last. 
And RCMP are investigating a break and enter that took place at a home on Cutlass Drive in Steinbach last night. From what police have been told, the home was broken into sometime between 5.20 and 7 p.m. last night, and some collector's coins and several pieces of jewelry were stolen. And anyone with additional information on this matter is asked to contact Steinbach RCMP or Crime Stoppers. And now to today's COVID-19 case count numbers. As public health officials confirmed this morning, there are 104 new cases of the virus in our province. Of those, five are in Southern Health, including one in Rural East. Meanwhile, one more Manitoban with COVID-19 has died. The woman in her 80s lived in the Winnipeg Health region. And an outbreak has been declared at St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Church in Sardo. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick. News of this outbreak comes days after the province announced a COVID-19 exposure at St. Andrew's Ukrainian Church in Winnipeg. Here is Chief Provincial Public Health Officer Dr. Brent Rusin. The last two uh, faith-based uh, uh, organization uh, uh, outbreaks that we've been reporting are connected. Um, the latest one has uh, 10 confirmed cases, many more contacts there. And so it's, uh, it's significant. It's, uh, you know, uh, required as uh, two people in hospital. St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Church is now being considered an outbreak site, moving to critical level red. The province is asking those who have COVID-19 symptoms and attended any events at or in relationship to the church on February 21st to test for COVID-19. I'm Shannon Duick. And one look at his damaged helmet. Jeff Steingart knew he needed medical attention. As it reported on Tuesday, there was a serious snowmobile collision near Falcon Lake back on February 21st, which involved a 54-year-old male from Niverville. Jeff Steingart says he remembers the leader of his group signaling that there was traffic ahead. And then the next thing he remembers is being told he was going to an ambulance. They sat me on the snowmobile to say you have to go to the ambulance. It's waiting for you. And I was kind of, you know, not really wanting to go anywhere. They said, no, you got to go. Here's your helmet. Go. They handed me my helmet. I looked at my helmet. I shut up. I put it on. And I went. There was no disputing the damage to the helmet, why I needed to go to the hospital. A photo of Steingart's helmet can be seen in the news story at SteinbeckOnline.com. And Steingart says he feels lucky to have only suffered a cracked scapula and a crack on the outside of one of his vertebrae. And RCMP as well believe that Steingart would have died if not for his safety equipment. Find details on these stories and more, including photos, videos, and interviews on StandBackOnline.com. I'm Addie Lowen.